All right. Good morning. Uh-oh. Paul's mic isn't working, so I'm talking. I, he thought he was talking. I thought I was talking. We're talking about Fisker and declines and ads and stuff. Now we can hear you. Oh <laughs> you know, this, this is the first episode. I can say most people talk about an EVs. We're shooting an episode from inside an EV. Oh, I'm in a four snap. Mach-E right now, Kyle. You Our couldn't even call car. it a Mustang Mach-E. <laughs> okay, so here's the breakdown. I, I booked a Tesla for 45 bucks. It was the cheapest car to rent. And then they put me in a, uh, a Ford Mach-E, which I was happy They're about. They're like, same I thing. I driven one yet. <laughs> well, it's not the same thing. It drives really great. Not as fast as the Tesla, but it's super zippy. Super fun to drive. There's a lot of familiar things in it, like the dials and the knobs. Like, I just feel like I'm in a car. The EV driving experience is actually really freaking great, like the instant acceleration. But I have been watching my battery indicator drop quickly, and it feels so wrong when I'm just sitting down and the car's not running and the air conditioner's on, oh, if that yeah, makes any yeah. sense. Yep. yep. But I still will never, ever, ever, like, I'm looking at the Mustang on the steering wheel right now. It's just wrong. I don't know. You're like it, everything feels wrong about the Mustang on the steering wheel and the way this car feels. Right. But yeah. I will say this: CarPlay connected so quickly, wirelessly, that oh, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I don't know what Chevy's going to do. You got in I the car know. and it was like, "Bing, ready to go." Yes, yes, I yes. I don't done. know what Chevy's going to do if they don't have CarPlay. There's no way. I cannot imagine ever owning one of those cars without CarPlay. No. But I don't have to charge it, so that's another thing I'm not worrying about. That's true. I have 200 miles range and like gonna be good 60 to go. miles of driving to do. Perfect. Perfect. Speaking yeah. of driving to do, uh, we are going to be flying, driving, boating, training. We I got I was talking to people yesterday. They were like, "I'm going to train in. I'm going to I'm going to drive in." That's right. People train into a Sodocon. Into a Sodocon. We are ni- Our team is 90 days from being there. 91 days till the opening bell rings on the welcome reception uh, at a Sodocon. The conversations are just like. Just flying in all day. We had like our okay, NADA is getting wrapped up on our team. A Sodukan is like full swing yesterday. We got all these, we got meetings happening, we got things being built, things being made, P- connections say being yes. speakers. Say, I, we already have like 38 people on the speaker roster. We're gonna run out of spaces. It's like Kyle, you set up the SOS yesterday. Well, somebody <laughs> asked us like two months ago, like, hey, you better get some speaker announcements out or not gonna have any speakers, right. And we're like, oh, a SodaCon doesn't work like that. It's invite only, <laughs> and we're already oversubscribed. Right. And like yesterday, we were like, we better stop asking people because everybody said yes so far. Yeah. And we're going to have like 60 people speaking and like 85 people asked. Yes. There are, <laughs> and, and the people that are a part of it, I mean, let alone our keynote speaker, Will Gadara, um, we've got. Golly, Mike Stanton's going to be there again and incredible, an incredible dealer lineup. Some people that we've never had on a Sodu stages or yeah, like people we've never had in content really uh, from a Sodu, just people that that we've known and wanted, wanted to be a part of the thing. So you're going to want to check it out. We even had uh, one, a dealer in our community just say, Hey, look, 
like the conversations that are happening at a SoduCon are much different than any other conference, including NADA. We got a message yesterday. So like from people that have actually been saying, hey, these conversations, these panels are dialed in and changing the way that we do business. So big deal. Now we're going to talk about this more, but literally we might just change like our little value proposition statement to the most innovative ideas in automotive begin at a SoduCon because we can track it back. I've been thinking about, you're like, what do we put on the website? I think that's it. <laughs> there you go. I think that's it. All right, let's get into it. Let's get let's into it, it today. Okay, the numbers are in after the industry's uh, Super Bowl commercial showing. VW, Kia, Toyota, and BMW ads for their latest EVs drove a very notable surge in online interest with VW's nostalgic journey capturing the most attention. Big surprise there. VW's ad uh, celebrating the 75 years in the U.S. Top search traffic increases on cars.com, Autotrader, Kelly Blue Book. Um, you know, basically tied to development of VW's uh, journey to the American journey. 69% of all search activity in automotive uh, after the big game went to Volkswagen. 65% of all wow. automotive search. That's pretty that's pretty wild because I I mean it was very nostalgic but I don't I, for me it wasn't like the me neither. the most impressive commercial. I think maybe because you just don't see VW in media as much and so for them to make a big splash like mm -hmm. it it kind of turns heads maybe and said whoa whoa, whoa 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 what is this that they're dropping in here um this this was the kicker the id buzz search increased 13x on kbb yeah. alone i mean honestly that's the only thing in the ad right that there was to search like no one's like of course oh, yeah. i've been thinking about that jetta right no one's, <laughs> no one's saying that they're like what is that thing um, so uh, let's see, both Kia and VW made it into the into the top 10 list for all the Super Bowl ads, which is pretty sweet. Um, and Brian Moody, executive editor at Auto Trader and Kelly Blue Book, said Volkswagen specifically woven their vehicles into the tapestry of American experience that didn't uh, just capture sentiment, but um, in, introduced Volkswagen and the ID Buzz to a new generation of drivers. So I don't know. I still, Christopher Walken, that was still my favorite ad. That was? Really? I love that ad. I just love Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's great. I I, I was I was so cool. disappointed. We haven't even talked about this, you and I. I was just oh, so I, disappointed. I know exactly what you're gonna say they played it at the wrong time. Like, how do you miss that golden opportunity to say no? Yeah, we'll pay the extra hundred grand or whatever it is to make sure it's the right there, right before, right Usher, before goes Usher goes on. Ugh, I know it's marketing. Yeah, he miss. had a different outfit on though. Yeah, but again, marketing miss. Should have known what the outfit was going to be. Should have been put that in. Just like, um, just so in order, little... Kia actually had a great commercial. Uh, Fifteen percent of the elevated search traffic went to Kia. Ten uh, percent went to. Oh, how does this break down? Ten percent for see. Toyota. That's only because people were already shopping them at crazy amounts. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was right. And the, six percent for BMW. Cool, yeah. Right, and they released. Both Toyota and BMW released their commercials the week before the Super Bowl, so right. there was no surprise. Which, uh, speaking of surprises, stop. Segway. Time. 
Uh, the latest JD Power study reveals a declining trend in vehicle dependability. We're going the wrong way. As vehicles experience Yikes. more problems in their first three years, the 2024 study shows uh, an increase in problems to 190 per, what is that, per thousand? Problems per 100. 190 yep. problems per thousand? Um, with nearly two-thirds of brands showing more issues than previously. Infotainment systems are the most problematic child with connectivity and voice recognition leading in complaints. I yeah, can relate don't to all those. Say. EVs, include, including battery EVs and plug-in hybrids, are showing more po problems than gas-powered vehicles, also more technologically advanced. That makes sense. Uh, Lexus, Toyota, and Porsche lead in dependability rankings, uh, with Toyota winning the most uh, model-level awards and here's a quote from Frank Hanley, J.D. Power's Senior Director of Auto Benchmarking, says, uh, a deterioration like this in vehicle dependability overall is very unusual. Okay, a couple things here. One, we've been talking about the fact that electric vehicles are having a lower level of dependability. It's a net new technology. Y'all remember when plasma screens screen TVs came out? <laughs> they were way too expensive what? and they broke all the time, right? We and now now they're like, you know, now we're like, ah, oh, those are old hat. Like, let's get the new OLEDs. Well, they break all the time too. Um, you know, it's this is this is always going to be a problem when innovation happens in any industry. Uh, but like this this for me reveals the need for more collaboration cross vertical. Where, like, I love the collaborations with, like, Sony and Samsung and technology partners that are used to building mass-scale technology into products that are already being delivered on the market. Because that's where we're seeing the most issues, right? Connectivity, voice recognition, infotainment systems, yep. things that, like... Other companies already have dialed in and yet auto manufacturers are trying to kind of like squeeze their own work into it. Granted, there's a lot of work on like the actual battery usage and 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 issues with charging or or vehicles, you know, starting and stopping. But the the bigger issue is on all the tech that manufacturers are trying to figure out for themselves. Still don't get it. Well, you know what I don't get is this seems like a really great time to not integrate a technology that everyone's familiar with in your infotainment system. <laughs> you got you got feelings about old GM today, don't you? Oh boy. It's not, it's not GM. <laughs> it's just that one decision. Yeah. It's just that one decision. Now who knows? Maybe they will blow our minds and it will just work. Some miraculous new thing. GM. Well we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I guess speaking of problems with EVs, Stop. go with that. Segway. Time. This one's actually going to be bigger. Serious problems because Fisker's all-electric SUV, the Ocean, uh, now with some dealers on board, uh, has been plagued by reports of sudden power loss, braking issues, and other technical problems since its launch, challenging the company's quality assurance and customer service capabilities. Uh, the Fisker Ocean owners have reported over 100 incidents of just sudden power loss, like Dude. nothing. Uh, that's with not infotainment. That's not infotainment. Uh, issues extending to braking problems, that's not a big deal. Glitchy key fobs and even hoods flying open. Yeah, that's uh, old school. That's the, like Chevy Chase nonsense. The NHSTSA, yeah. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, is investigating the braking issues, which uh, Fisker claims to have uh, fixed through none other than 
software updates. The real kicker here is back when Heinrich Fisker had his like emotional speech about how over two and a half years they had planned all this stuff. The very first one gets delivered to a C-suite's uh, wife. She gets like two miles down the road and the thing has power loss, right? Uh, now they say that they've fixed that, but there's been multiple other instances of this. Uh, you know, this is uh, one, like if you're a new OEM, you are seeing all time high scrutiny, uh, but also yeah. like this, this will challenge their ability to uh, be good with the dealer network that they have. Cause the dealers are always going to look out for the consumer. Well, I think this is one of the best reasons they should be tied in with a dealer network. Obviously, the dealer is going to be the one holding the bag with the consumer, right? Because now it's the dealer that takes on the you sold me this car, yes. right? And it's breaking when it's distanced, right? It's like Fisker sold me this car. But, I mean, there's no better way to fix problems like this than being partnered with a dealer network that can, like, troubleshoot, that can fix ah. things. Like, talk about if you're going to have quality issues, which is understandable, you're building new technology and a brand new thing. Um, So, it's like, not throwing stones at the fact that there are quality issues, but... Man, I just historic history is going to be like the smartest decision they ever made was to get involved with a dealer network. Because great dealers, dealers Mills, that are that boy's going to solve some problems. Super man. close to All customers, they are ready to care. They're ready to They'll take solve some problems. Ah, uh, just solving some problems, solving some problems. Well, we hope you're back solving some problems yeah, today. You know, words. doing some of those things, caring for customers, doing things that are right for the customer, for the employee, because this whole thing is so much more than cars.